Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Erica. And welcome to Priestesses Prescribe, a self-discovery podcast based in mystical wellness. We came together as priestesses from different backgrounds and modalities with a common mission to empower and support you on your intuitive journey. We'll aim to prepare you for the energies of the new and full moons every month while expanding on themes that will connect you with your highest self. The priestesses have written you the prescription. All you have to do is take it. Now, let's start our ritual. Hi, Erica. Alex. (laughs) What's up? I mean, let's just get right into it because we both kind of know that this is like a doozy of a moment. Yeah, for sure. I'm reminded of what we said before with our new moon in Capricorn and how we were talking about like the newness of a year is like not actually the time that things shift. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that, but this is, I'm excited by this development because it means that there's action and there's movement and momentum, but there is tension with this full moon. So I'll just get right into it. This is the full moon in Leo on January 28th. It is happening on Eastern Standard Time around 2 p.m. in the afternoon. And so what we have going on here is a T-square. And I'm going to explain what that means. But in what you need to know is that there are the Sun, Mercury, Jupiter, and Saturn all in Aquarius in the 8th and the ninth house. Just to back up really quick, we're talking about the planets and the signs and their houses, which is the planets are what, the signs are how this is being experienced, and the houses are where it's happening. So Sun, Mercury, Jupiter, Saturn, in Aquarius, 8th and ninth houses. As a collective, this is how are we communicating our vision to transform our identity? Small shit, you know, like small, no no biggie, just what are we doing as a society and how are we acknowledging this transformation that we're going through? And Aquarius, as you are familiar, is all about the collective consciousness and what is best for society as a whole. And this energy is opposing the moon in Leo in the second house. So as an individual, where do I find my personal security within this broader vision? This is a, but what about me? What about what I need? What about me getting lost in this broader vision? And we're seeing this in the U.S. play out in pretty negative manners. But as you personally are going through this too, and I want you to be kind and compassionate. We talk about that a lot with yourself as you think about where do I fit in this broader vision? How am I contributing? How am I securing myself as a place in this society? And that can be, of course, you know, there's tension with that. Even though we know what we need to do, it's like, well, how do I fit in? It's like we're all fucking in middle school, like (laughs) as a collective, okay? But we need to graduate. So then as we think about these are the general attitudes opposing one another that the apex of this T-square literally looks like opposing things and then there's a a structure that comes and like squares it. 
brings tension. And the apex focal point of this square is Mars and Uranus in Taurus in the 11th house. So we're reinforcing some of this collective energy in the where with the Aquarian energy there. Mars and, and Uranus are giving us a call to action to create stability for the collective, but not without disruption. So we, we're like aware that like, okay, the only way through this is through it, right? But there's going to be bumps and bruises. Not everyone's going to be excited about this broader vision. Not everyone's on board. So then we also think about if we were to have this line instead of truncated and it went all the way through, there's like a, a ghost leg they talk about in astrology. Like what's the void? What are we filling in the void? And that's the fifth house ruled by Scorpio in this instance. So filling the void, we'll talk a little bit about this with the prescription. I, I actually let's talk. Let's save it for the prescription because there's a lot here. Yeah, let's talk yeah. through this. Yeah, it's okay. So jumping into the tarot, I don't even have words. Okay, so the body region that is governing this full moon in Leo is the chest and the heart, and oftentimes when we think of the heart chakra, the heart energy center in the chest region, we automatically think about love. Well, in this case, love is secondary. The primary emotion or feeling around this region is actually trust. We need to be focusing on this idea of trust. And right now there is a complete lack of trust in society. We are not trusting ourselves. We're not trusting our neighbors, our partners, our healthcare, you know, sector. Mm -hmm. uh, we're not trusting the government on local and federal levels. And then ultimately, we're sort of losing faith and losing trust in this idea of democracy, which we're currently seeing in a very, very fragile state. So the phrase or the quote that came to me as the cards revealed itself, this full moon is a lack of trust will keep us disconnected from our soul, the souls of others, and ultimately the divine. And that's scary. <laughs> and the yeah. cards echoed that completely. So the first card that revealed itself was the three of wands. And I'm not looking at the three of wands from its typical description, Right. I'm looking at it from the intuitive message that I see from the image of the card. And this person is in struggle. They're forcing its strife, its tension, its resisting change, its opposition to the new. And then what does that do? Just create doubt, insecurity, paranoia, hate, wanting to stay within control, a lack of allowing and a lack of accountability. And then ultimately a lack of full on trust of the self because you you can't be in such emotional and mental and internal turmoil and and trust anything that's coming to you whether it's you know a friend giving you kind words you you know we can make it seem as if they're criticizing us rather than complimenting us or even if it's just a thought that we have passing in our mind we can begin overthinking it so the 3 of wands really just talks about internal struggle so that leads us to the next card, which is the Five of Swords. Now this, we're looking at the regular description and the, the images on the cards that I'm currently using. This one speaks of external conflict, falling out, disagreements, walking away with a sense of sadness and loss, a lack of trust in others. And like Alex said, we are seeing that fully play out in the news and in the media with the sieging of the Capitol and just an increased sense of mental distress 
an emotional distress. If you specifically live in New York City or any other a large city that has a subway system, there are constantly stories about people being attacked, people being thrown into the train tracks, like just all kinds of stories that clearly indicate that so many people are under mental stress and under like in, in a need severe of, of care of, of their mental being, right? So essentially, we're living in a world of distorted views, right? Because, because so many people don't have access to taking care of, of their health in a wonderful way to then allows them to distrust themselves, which then allows them to project that on up to other people, which then they're not trusting anyone. We really have to figure out how to restore a sense of peace and balance. And the next card, which is the Queen of Cups, she's the answer. The compassion, the deep care, the emotional stability, intuitive energy, and being in flow. And if anything, Alex and I are echoing each other <laughs> just in immense ways. It's a call to action of a prioritization of your health, a prioritization of your heart, a prioritization of your mind and your spirit. So the Queen of Cups is also asking us to you know, check in on our wellness how are we doing with our wellness modalities? Are we checking in with our practitioners? Did you get your physical? Do you need to take your astrological knowledge to the next step with consulting with a practitioner, a reader like Alex? Do you need to speak to a human design practitioner, a crystal therapist? There are so many ways for you to find your medicine because we're desperately in need of that right now. And the last card, which gives a glimmer of hope is the nine of cups. And I think this is the card that says, okay, you need to move. You need, you are being called to action. And this will be the result of the action, the right action that you take, which is a restoration in humanity, which is number one priority right now, contentment, satisfaction, and gratitude that the wish came true. So it's almost as if our health is under attack and we know that from the pandemic but it's beyond the pandemic right now it's it goes to our mental our emotional it goes to our heart center which means that if we're not trusting ourselves and if we're not trusting others we definitely cannot love them or ourselves about this reading because it was just like so spot on with what's going on energetically and what I love about what happened in the reading as well is the the culmination of this the void that we're trying to fill came through as well which is this this deep loving energy of that mother she could be a Scorpio she could be a Cancer she could be a Pisces but it she is a Scorpio because of where she's falling in the in the chart and that's like that's like tough love. Like you're going to, you're not going anywhere today because you're sick and you need to stay home and you need a bath and I'm giving you Theraflu and I know you don't give, a, I, I know you don't like it, but it's like, this is what's going to make you better. It's almost like, just like a, a, a like a over, like a helicopter mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that overprotective sort of overbearing, but necessary right now energy. Like, she's not always like this, but she's, you know, your mom is like this when, like, shit's really popping off. And you're like, okay, 
Like, all right, I'll listen to you. You know what I mean? And there's a childlike element to this dynamic as well because it's in the fifth house. So it's sort of like, it's playful still. It's like, I know you want to like do all these things and I and I love you and eventually you can go out and play, but not, not today. Not right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And what I think it's so interesting is the way that this is completely echoing what we suggested in the prescription and the the wisdom of the new moon, right? We we spoke about, yes, like we're now in 2021 and we're hopeful that things are going to change, but we have to be prepared for anything because we ha- have no idea what's going to happen. And then we record that, what, the next week, chaos, chaos yeah. at the Capitol. It was um, that day, yeah. I think. Oh, that, that we day. Recording. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah. nuts. That's yeah. that's even worse, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe like a cup. Yeah, it was something like that. It was right. It's like we're feeling these these things and we're talking about them and the point of the matter is is like you all listening are self-aware enough to seek out information that's going to make you better or be able to at least navigate this. However you're coming to the table. And having compassion not only for yourself during these times and like this could be self-mothering, but you may need to like force feed this information to other people as well. I'm not going to get into the full story, but my husband's father passed away just recently and I basically channeled him the day that he had passed and I was using his deodorant. It's like kind of a funny story if like you really just think about the imagery of it, but I was channeling him. He was reassuring me. It was really beautiful and it was really comforting. And it wasn't the right time to share with my husband at that point because we were still in the thick of like reeling after everything that was going on. But later that night he was in a space to receive it. And I, I was like, I, you know, normally I would hold this back. I don't care if you think I'm crazy, but this is what happened. Your dad came through. He said all these things and he just was, it it was exactly what he needed to hear. And he, as you guys know, like he's a skeptic and this, I was like, not really sure how he was going to receive it, but he received it in such a powerful way that like your gut feeling can sometimes overwhelm like what's actually happening in the moment to understand what somebody else needs in order to feel supported or yourself, you know, like tap into that. What's the deep guttural knowing that if I give somebody this information, they'll receive it in a way. And you know gut feeling if they're not going to as well, if you're being honest with yourself. So just as an example of how this might play out for you personally. Yeah, 100%. And you know what's so interesting? Being in sync, I was going to ask you to tell to tell me and tell the audience about a time where you struggled with like trusting yourself um, and then the harm that that could have done by not trusting yourself. And so the story that you just shared was perfect. You know, you have gotten to a level of your mystical wellness, you know, being that you're able to trust your ability to channel and then how that ability can help someone else in their own healing, which then in return allows them to trust you and your gifts even further. So it, it sort of hit the nail on the head and just even from my own experience, I know that a time like that gut knowing that you were saying um, when I was living in Trinidad, the reason why I left, I don't think I ever shared this on the air. I was almost kidnapped. Did I, did I ever share that with you? You told me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was almost, ki- I was totally almost kidnapped. 
And I basically had three dreams in a row that someone was going to take me. It was a maintenance man that had sort of been stalking me at where I lived for really, almost like a year. And I knew something really terrible was going to happen from a gut feeling, but also from the dreams. And long story short, he ended up confronting me in the lobby of my apartment building. And I knew that something, he was not mentally well when he almost like lunged at me in front of other people. It was the craziest scene ever. And that night I packed up everything that I could. I went to Grenada, which is where my partner was at the time. And I stayed there and I didn't go back to Trinidad and to pick up my stuff until I was with someone again. So it really goes back to like that gut feeling, that trusting of yourself, that, that intuitive knowing, that being so connected to your heart. Because we're living in a time where if you're not grounded in your clear voyance, your clear cognizant energy, your clear sentient energy, you may be putting yourself in harm's way because at this point, we, we don't know what else, what other curveball is going to be thrown at us. So it's important for us to listen, to dive into the cosmos, dive into our gifts, dive into that knowing so that we can be safe. Yeah, absolutely. And to, to end that reading portion of, you know, the nine of cups coming forward, like, yeah, that is a really hopeful reminder that trusting your gut is the way through these difficult times and the not knowing, the trusting is really difficult to master. But in so doing, you can reap these amazing benefits and rewards as well. So while it may not feel as if that can happen, given the collective what's going on right now, just remember that the people who are in this mode of whether it's what happened to you, you know, that th this happens, these things happen when people are backed up against the wall and they have nowhere to go, you know, whether they perceive it that way or they're physically, you know, how do things die a lot of the times? They're like, you know, like that's what we're seeing. We're seeing old things die. You know, everybody who's on board with this collective will get to reap the benefits of the reward because we've been seeing this coming. We're seeing the death coming. It doesn't mean it's easier for us to experience it when it's actually fully happening. And it definitely doesn't mean it's easy for the people who are so disconnected from reality that they definitely didn't fucking see it coming. Totally. But you did. Yeah. 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 And and it's not saying that you it's your job to protect everyone, right? But it, right. it sort of is your spiritual responsibility that if you if you see, if you're driving in a car and you see a ditch, to at least tell the driver or the other people in the car, hey, let's go the other way or we're about to go into this ditch, let's prepare. Right. And I think this is the perfect segue to talk about the actual prescription for this week. And we really want to bring in that Queen of Cups energy, that Nine of Cups energy, that emotion and tapping into the heart center and that heart space to generate love and trust. So over at our Instagram live, we are going to be having a heart-centered song meditation with our guest from last week, Miss Feroza. Hopefully you listened to that, but if you didn't, go listen to that after this. But she is totally going to just bless us with her, her music, her words, her affirmations, her mantras, and hopefully that will open our heart to better uh, love and ultimately trust. I'm so excited to experience this myself. Sound and music meditation is so powerful on its own, but 
particularly through Feroza. She's literally channeling, you know, messages from her soul tribe. And again, like Erica said, you you can hear all about that in her episode. So this artistry, this this art is literally healing medicine for the collective. And I'm just so happy that she'll be sharing that with us live because I know it'll be really powerful. And yeah, that's a way for us to also soothe when it comes to Leo moon energy. That Leo moon energy normally is a performative energy. This is like, I feel like I want to sing. I feel like I want to dance. I, you know, it's like unbridled childlike joy. And so let's tap into some of that, especially as we're being responsible in our world and our spiritual responsibility, as you so eloquently put it. And so let's let's give a little back to our inner child. Yeah, for sure. And just in case you haven't done so already, please feel free to share our podcast and our episodes. In addition to writing a review or just sending a comment, a love, repost when you're listening on Instagram, we just want to know that what we're doing is affecting all of you in a positive way. So definitely feel free to interact with us in any kind of way. We're so appreciative of that. Yes, absolutely. So thank you all for listening and let us know how this is resonating for you. Please join us on the 28th for the live meditation. And yeah, thank you, Danielle. Thank you, Danielle. (laughs) Thank you, Danielle. And stay safe this week, please. Um, Yeah, stay safe. Be kind. Be kind. Rewind. Rewind. (laughs) Love you all. Love you. Bye.